The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on uh, Super Bowl holiday Monday. Jeff Jordan joins me as typically does on Monday. Jeff, good yes. afternoon. And uh, your comments quickly on the Super Bowl yesterday. It's over. <laughs> yes. That's no revelation. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, I think we, we, uh, we did this the last couple of weeks. I think I, I, I predicted that Kansas City would win, and I was rooting for the Eagles, as was everybody at my house, and that was everybody in town, near as I could tell. Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there? Okay, well, you... You didn't notice, though, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't notice. Uh, we had a... a, a Lots of food, and uh, great grandchildren everywhere, and all that kind of stuff. It, it it was a lot of fun. The only person in the house that rooted for Kansas City was my wife, and I don't know why. Is she gloating today? Well, no, she did mention it at lunch, <laughs> but but she said she didn't know why she was rooting rooting for it for for Kansas City. And I, and I will tell you what, of course, I wanted to. Eat. I don't know why I was kind of rooting for the Eagles. I, they're in the same division as, as Washington, which means nothing. They have a former Alabama quarterback, which means nothing, really. Well, but I just like the Eagles. And Kansas City's been there, what, three times well, in the last five the last, years? They won it, yeah, once in the last four years. I know that now twice in four years. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and I do like their coach. I, I, I really like Andy Reid. I think he's first class. The young guy at Philadelphia, I think, is first class. I, I, I yeah. can't even call his name, but uh, I can't either. Uh, you know, he's he's a little bit more of the riverboat gambler type. It's very obvious to the commentary that when they get down inside the twenty yard line, if it's fourth and two or less, they're going to go for it yep. every time. Yep, I, I would agree with that. And they they are an exciting team. Both teams are very exciting. Both of them have an excellent chance to be back next year. Their contracts seem to be under pretty good shape. Um, and of course, as you're aware, a lot of times teams will win this thing. Somebody wins it, right? And then two or three of their best players, solid players, whatever, will get big contract offers from somebody else, and they leave. And that that sometimes it's hard to repeat, right? It is. And uh, oftentimes the coordinators for the Super Bowl teams end up someplace else. And uh, the rumor's pretty strong. I think that the offensive coordinator for Philadelphia that is going to be the coach. In Indianapolis, right? That, that remains to be seen in the next day or two whether that in fact happens. But I don't keep up with a lot of things. But that seems to be the hot topic. Yes, and and I 
the, the sport itself, and this is really in, true of every sport, but particularly in football, the, the coaching tree, uh, you know, you've heard yes. that. And uh, Vrabel, for instance, for the Titans, is a member of the coaching tree from Belichick. Correct. And uh, the league is literally full of people that played or coached with Belichick at one time or another. He's been there a long time. I have no idea if that helps you. I guess it does. I don't know. But I suppose it does. Well, in teaching, there's something called the angel. I think it's called the angel theory, the angel syndrome, which basically is saying if Jeremy Tackett comes on after Jennifer Tackett, and that's my two kids, and Jennifer was a good kid, and teachers were pretty much going to automatically think that he's a good, pretty good kid, even though he may, may, may not be, or the vice versa can be the case. <laughs> if, if Jennifer had been a, a, a little bit of a putz, <laughs> Which she was not. I know her. She was not. <laughs> Isn't that true? You were a teacher. Yes. Isn't that true? If, yes. If big brother was, big sister was not much count. Yes. Junior had to, had to prove himself a little bit yes. different. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've got stories and so have you. And we, and we can't tell them. But there, there is no rhyme or reason to it. Um, sometimes, you know, it goes one way. Sometimes it goes another way. That's right. More times than not, children are... Fairly much the same in that regard, but uh, my daughter's got, I've got two grandchildren that have now gone through high school or in high school, and one's a bit more motivated than the other for grades, and one's a little bit more motivated for extracurricular activities. Both kids did a great job, and, and, and I don't know which is which, and but uh, we're all different. Uh, anyway, I, I did pull for Philly. Don't know why, uh, other than maybe Reed Blankenship plays for Philly, and even though Darius Harris plays with the Chiefs, so we, middle had a Super Bowl champion either way they went. But uh, I just saw this terrific football game, which is which is uh, what I was pulling for. Tell me about this football field controversy. Obviously, you saw the, the, the game and the slipping and sliding in a Arizona turf. That That's the one place you would think turf would be just as <laughs> solid as a rock. But uh, something happened to that field, and it was – Appeared to be a little bit wet, didn't it? Really, uh, and we had uh, we had some issues there. I I don't know that I noticed that it was of particular importance, and both teams, after all, were playing on it. Sure, uh, but it, it, there did appear to be some some slippage in there. I think we can agree that that's one thing that they, they really ought to have right uh, sure. at a hundred percent level, not not ninety five percent. You're right. I think. In this day and time when you got so much replay, if somebody slipped someplace and, you know, the other 20, 21 players didn't slip, but one of them did, they're going to show that. And if it happens in four plays, they're going to show it again and all that kind of thing. That was that part of it. And uh, But both quarterbacks were terrific. Uh, I feel bad for Jalen Hurts making the one bobble, but uh, that turned into a touchdown for Kansas City. And without that play, Philadelphia may have won. That's true. And uh, we had the – Long punt return, which was the longest punt return in history, even though it didn't go for a touchdown, uh, um, which Kansas City took advantage of that as well. Um, and instead of making them drive the length of the field, they got 65 yards on the kick. Sure. And um, uh, it, it was interesting. I I think, too, I, w- I was really trying to think about this today when I had a little extra time. Um, a little extra time? Yes, uh, just a little, not a whole lot with my many tasks that I had to do. But I, I was thinking, was it, have we had anybody that was like Mahomes in Kansas City? And the only person that I could come up with that, that reminds me a little bit of him was at his peak was Fran Tarkenton. I was thinking exactly the same thing because he was just a little bit 
all over the scattered all over the yep. field and, and would make plays that make you pull out your hair. Right, and he could run, and and he wasn't very big. Mahomes is not very big, right? And uh, and of course he's very accurate, and he was well. He's just difficult to to defense. He is very, and he's the opposite. Instead of you want him to stay in the pocket, yes. you don't want him running around yes, because yes. when he's running around, he's better than when he's in the pocket. Well, most of these guys, that's the opposite. You want them to get him to run, and then you know, and and and, you, and sack him in the pocket. Well, you can't do that with Mahomes. He's just a different kind of guy. He's, but Tim, you looked at him a lot. Now you've seen him a lot. Sure. He's an annoying little rascal. He is annoying. I mean, his his body language, his gestures. Not that he does anything wrong. He's just different. And I and I, that's okay. I, you know, that's all right. I guess. But I don't like it. <laughs> Jalen Hurts uh, coming out of Alabama. Very few people, including me, thought he would make a pro quarterback. Oh, I never thought he would. No. And, and I'd never heard of Mahomes. Coming out of was it Texas Tech? I uh-huh. think it is. Yes. Coming out of school, so I guess six years ago, who would have dreamed that those two guys would not only be starting in the quarterback spot for the Super Bowl, but both of them were terrific. Yes, that's correct. And much has been made, and uh, and I, I want to be sure that I say this right because this is kind of what I feel. It's the first time that black quarterbacks have ever started for both teams. Correct. This is the first time. Okay. I will be really glad. When that happens, and we don't have to talk about it, sure, you know, and we and we, I, maybe we're getting we're, there. We're, we're very close <laughs> to that now. I, mean, I hope so. Because now, that if a black quarterback starts for a football team, you really don't hear no. about it. But uh, anytime there's a first thing, we've got to take a break. When we come back, I'm gonna kind of spew a little bit. If that's okay with you after the break, can I do that? You're gonna be can what? I'm gonna get something off my chest. Oh, okay. Oh, we got a phone call. Well, uh, maybe he'll take it. Take a shot at it. Go ahead. Go ahead. How you doing, Timmy? Jeff, how y'all doing, John? Yeah. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. By the way, it was a good game. We're right jovial right now. Yeah, it was a good game. I will say that. Hey, of course, everybody's talking about the holding on the uh, secondary guy, but that's just the way it is. You don't hold, you don't uh, get the call there. But I just want to say real quick, um, uh, I know college softball and, of course, baseball is going to start this weekend. Uh, I just want to say if anybody wants to go out and watch some Former prep stars is coming weekend. Trebek is hosting. They have a, they did last year Music City Invitational. It's at in Samaria. It's at Cedar Stone Park. It's over there. If you go past where Stewart's Creek High School is in Samaria, yeah, that's a new park you, out there. You, you yeah. go past that, it's on the left. And um, Trebek has seven players from Rutherford County on their team. The three of them are from Oakland. Riley Farron is a pitcher. Gracie Kirby, she transferred from Middle Tennessee, and Maddie Poskey transferred from Western Kentucky. She's on team. They've got two from Blackman, Kendall Andrews. She transferred from UT Chattanooga. She's a junior now. And then Sarah Kendra dies a freshman. She played last year. And Samarna's got two with Zaria Jones and J.L. Edmondson. And also, there's going to be a team there, Harding University. They've got a kid that played at Middle Tennessee Christian. Her name is Macy Smith, and she'll be playing. But Trebekah plays two games on Friday early, like at 11 o'clock in the morning and 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And then... Uh, they play Sunday afternoon. It's around like 3 o'clock or so. And they've got several fields out there. I'm not sure what field they're playing on, but you be able to find it. And one final thing, uh, Riley McLaren at Eagleville, they've got their final regular season game Saturday before the tournament start. They play at Cumberland and Lebanon. Um, the girls play at 1 o'clock and the guys play at 3. So if they want to go out and watch him play his final regular season for the 
Mid South Conference tournament starts on Saturday. Uh, they can do that and uh, everything. So and uh, guys, uh, Jeff, you missed the uh, the uh, great uh, Rockville Oakland overtime game. All the whistles you missed that the other night. And uh, Friday night, guys, Rockville and Seagull play. Do you know how many technical fouls were in that ball game Friday night? I have no idea. Four. Well, I- <laughs> three up, three up, three up on. Rockville players and one on a single player. Four in a ball game. That's and never good. WGS broadcast that game for us. So I don't know if Charlie has listened to that or not. But I just want to mention those quick appreciate things. And I'll hang up, guys. I enjoy right. y'all's show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I didn't have any idea about the technical foul thing. I do know that Oakland beat Rockville, which girls is what I'm thinking of. Uh, which uh, I don't, I'm not sure how surprised I am by any of that. Uh, Rockville, Oakland, and have battled back and forth for that second spot, haven't they? Yes, they have. But uh, um, Oakland, Oakland beat Rockville both times. Yeah. So now that doesn't mean anything about a third time, <laughs> if there well, is a third time. Well, they're both plenty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're both a little behind. How, how, how little behind Blackman are they? Well, ten, eight or ten, twelve. Yeah, but which means on the right night. Right. That's exactly correct. Anything can take place. Let's take that break. We'll come right back with all sports talk. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. It's easy just to start off of taking the macular degeneration vitamins and going on the Mediterranean diet. Those two things each cause a significant decrease in the risk of you going from the dry form of macular degeneration to the severe form, which is the wet form of macular degeneration. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. 
Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you today. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Coffin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Uh, the caller made the point, and he said and for, that everyone was talking about the holding call at the end. You, you're familiar with that. Yes. Uh, the question is this. If the NFL employed referees full-time, officials full-time, which is what people, many people will cry, whatever, how much better would they be, do you think? I, I, I take the approach that I don't think that it would be a lot different than it would be if they spent five hours, five days a week, 24, you know, 52 months, weeks a year. I, I don't know how much that would change things. Okay, is that a question open That's to me? That's a question, yes. I, I doubt if they would be much better. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Because it's a human factor, right? Right. Uh, and the, the call, the holding call, to call it or not call it, when they call it, don't call it, uh, why are we not talking about if the official made a mistake, which I don't think he did, but that's here and there. But if he did make the mistake like that, why are we talking about the kicker that made the mistake? Professional kicker, punter, that should be able to punt the ball 50 yards every time up in the air, right? He didn't do that. We're talking about Jalen Hurst, who had three touchdowns, more touchdowns than any quarterback ever, a passing touchdown, played a terrific game, dropped the ball. Just unexplained, dropped the ball. Human element. Officials, Jeff, are human beings. They're going to miss calls. You and I can look at the same call on video. And you'd call it one way and I'd call it another. Am I right? Yes. So how, how in the world are we going to expect officials to be 100% all the time? And, and they're not going to be because players aren't going to be. And it's, a, it's a human element that you just can't take away. I think it's extremely un, un – well, you just can't really base too much on that. And we saw that call uh, replayed, of course, on television, uh, and it was always the same camera angle. You know, we didn't see sure. the official's camera angle. I thought it was a pretty weak call. Sure, I do. And it was at a critical part of the game. I I agree with that. Maybe it shouldn't have been called. I I don't know. But if we only saw his angle, I think we might be a little bit better off. What I know from listening to talk radio today, some people that have seen it thought it should have been called. Mm -hmm. Some people that have seen it think it should have been called. That's kind of my point. That uh, there's a human factor there – subjective factor that you're just never going to get 100% of the people to agree on many calls at all. I can remember several in basketball. There's a couple that still go through my mind that it's official had called it a different way. We might have won one more ball game. May, may have been in state tournament. You never know. Uh, those don't, don't go away. But all I ever tried to do is expect the official to know the game, know the rules, and be in the right position to make the call. 
and then had to live with what they do after that. I remember. Of course, I was always calm about that. <laughs> I, I had a girl one time uh, who who was really a, a pretty good player for me, and I, I needed her in the game for sure. But anyway, for some reason, unknown to anyone, including her, she came out from underneath the goal, attacked the guard, pushed her, but she did have her hands over her head, and ran right over her, okay? And the ball went out of bounds. And the official gave us the ball and called the foul on the other girl. <laughs> and I thought, I don't know what I did this week to deserve that, but I'm going to accept it. <laughs> That's good well, for us. <laughs> I'll be very clear. I'm not suggesting that officials shouldn't be held accountable for calling a ball game. Right. But if an official goes to a ball game, Jeff, and makes one bad call in 60 minutes of football, I think they've had a heck of a game. I if agree. Umpire behind the plate in baseball goes through and goes through what 250, 300 pitches a day from each team and makes one or two bad calls. He's done a pretty good job. Yeah, but I agree. We allow the receiver to drop the ball. We allow the punter to miss a kick. We allow a guy to miss a tackle. And we don't think he needs to be fired or fined. But if an official makes one one bad blunder, now that said, and by the way, they were having to make twice as many plays as anybody because they're on the field the entire time not just half the time so right uh i, I, I cut them some slack that's that's kind of my <laughs> position and, and and i truly don't think if we could sit there and study all day long study all day long watch video all day long and jeff i still think you got to go out there and how, how quick do you have time to make a call split second right split well second. of course replay has uh, accented this absolutely uh, it used to be, I don't care, you make a terrible call and people explode, they're mad, they're arguing, they're yelling, they're screaming. But what happens is you, you accept it, you have to accept it, and and you go on and you play. Well, pretty soon it becomes ancient history. And nobody at home knows for sure no. if it was bad or not, for sure. They right. think they do. Right. We're going to see that play, the one you're talking about. We're going to see that forever. Yeah. And there's still going to be people that think like me it was a hold, and there's going to be people that think like kind of you did that, Maybe they should let it go. I think uh, there's a possibility in that call that the the defensive player, if he committed a, 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 a holding or pass interference, whatever what the, what they call pass interference, call holding. They call holding. If he did that, he did it in the very first part of the play. Sure. And he and he messed up the guy's flow, his run to where he had to go to get the football, and he pushed him in the small of his back, and. And that that occurred very early. Well, the flag didn't come out until much later. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. But I, I but I, I don't think we're ever going to know for sure. All right, we've got one more caller. Then we're going to get to a break. Go ahead. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Tim. Uh, oh my gosh! Speaking of fi- officials, here he comes. He hey, never he what? never had a bad call. Never. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We always we all. Hey, you've done it. You officiated. Oh Lord, <laughs> yes. Everybody ought to the have thing, to do it some. The thing that gets me is, you know, that, that that call and a lot of other calls that are so well remembered are made in the last minute or two sure. of the game. Now, what if that same call had been made in the first quarter? Nobody would have said a word. Yes, he's right about that. He's absolutely right. Je- yeah. Butch, my guess is there probably was a hole that didn't get called in the first quarter that nobody knows anything about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 all depends on when it was and oh, all yeah. that stuff, and you know. 
anyway. Well, it, it, right, it's just well, like the guy going. that drops the ball. The guy that drops the ball in the first quarter is not going to be blamed, or the bad pun in the first quarter wouldn't be the same thing as the bad pun in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's right. You're right. You're exactly right. So, well, y'all keep it up. I'm enjoying your show. Thank you so as much. Always. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Uh, we solved nothing. But back to my question, I don't think that that human factor is going to change a lot. If they sit there and watch film all day and all night, week after week after week, I don't know how much better it would get. Well, I remember a certain play in the World Series that the Cincinnati Reds were involved in, the first base call, where the guy was 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 uh, he was out by a step, and a step maybe, maybe a step and a half. Sure. And the guy called him safe. Sure. And he cost him. It cost him, didn't it? Sure. So, I, you know, well, there was no replay then. <laughs> exactly so what, right. So what did we do? We, we just moved on. You sucked it up and went on. That's, That's what right. you told your players before. And don't let the game come down to the last five minutes where one play can get you beat. Now, there's a good idea. <laughs> right. Just don't fumble the ball in the second quarter and have a 10-point lead instead of a three-point lead. And then that, that call didn't mean as much, does it? It's Chipper coming up. <laughs> And by the way, <laughs> we don't know for sure if he'd have caught that ball or not caught the ball. And in fourth down, they kicked the field goal anyway. We right. don't know for sure Philadelphia's going to take the ball and score. That's correct. So just to say, well, anyway, yes, Chipper's coming on. <laughs> Good. We'll leave it at that right after this on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? <laughs> I, 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 I was I trying did. to get it on the microphone. Oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Traffic still looks a little bit lighter than it normally would be for some reason here on I-65, continuing south of Nashville down through Brentwood, Franklin. It's busy, but it's moving. Finally moving better out there in Rutherford County on 24 westbound. That was slow for several hours around Sam Ridley Parkway. Watch for a little bit of radar. I-40 out through parts of Wilson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that awesome menu at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. 
It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Caught 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup and score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Middle Tennessee's Lady Raiders made a big step toward a Conference USA regular season championship over the weekend as they knocked off Western Kentucky last Thursday and then again UAB on Saturday. The basketball uh, Lady Raiders suffocated UAB in the Murphy Center, holding the Blazers to just 42 points in a 63-42 win for the ladies' 20th victory of the season. Middle now 20-4 overall. 13 and 2 in conference play overcame a slow start early with active defensive pressure all night forcing UAB into a plethora of turnovers resulting in plenty of easy points for the Lady Raiders heading into the fourth quarter the Blazers were shooting just 22% as a team before a more relaxed pace in the fourth quarter with the game in hand allowed UAB to push their game percentage up to 30% Savannah Wheeler led all scores. She is in a different gear right now. She uh, just missing out on a double-double with a 20-point, nine-rebound performance. Jalen Gregory had a was a big threat as well from the outside, making two of her five three attempts in route to 15 points, four rebounds, and two steals. Well, for her efforts over the weekend, Savannah Wheeler has been named the Conference USA Player of the Week, and... Uh, It is the third time this season and the fourth time in her career. In two games, she scored 57 points, had 11 rebounds, recording four steals, dishing out five assists. Wheeler led the Lady Raiders to wins over Western Kentucky and UAB, scoring 94 points in the win over Western. The Catlettsburg, Kentucky native, played her best game in a Lady Raider uniform on Thursday night with 37 against the rival Hilltoppers. On the men's side, it was not a good weekend for the Blue Raiders. Uh, Middle lost to UAB by a score of 92-69 on Saturday in front of bar uh, from the crowded Bartow Arena. But a bright spot along the way, Eli Lawrence reached the 1,000 point mark for his career, leading the Blue Raiders to uh, with 18 points on the afternoon. Middle now 15 and 11 overall. 8-7 and seven in Conference USA. UAB now breaks the tie and moves past middle into sole possession of third place in Conference USA with the win. The Blue Raiders shot well in the second half, going 16 for
for 30 from the floor and seven for 11 for three-point range, but not enough and uh, too big of a hole to climb out of. The Blue Raiders now in fourth place, and you want to be in that top five when it comes uh, to uh, the tournament because the top five teams will get a bye into the second round. All right, men's tennis, number 21 ranked Middle Tennessee defeated Virginia Tech 4-0 on Sunday in Blacksburg, Virginia. Blue Raiders extended its win streak to five matches and picked up its third straight sweep. The Blue Raiders claimed the doubles point against the Hokies and uh, went on to the easy victory. Up next, back in action at the Adams Tennis Complex this Friday, the Oklahoma State Cowboys will be in town for a match against Middle. Well, softball, great start to the season. Middle defeated Montana 9-3 on Sunday morning uh, in Riverside, California to close out the UC Riverside tournament with a 4-1 record through the first weekend of the season. The Blue Raiders took the lead in the first inning and pulled away late in the ball game. Men's cross country or cross country and, uh, and outdoor track competed this weekend and won four events in Nashville at the at the uh, Vanderbilt event in Nashville. We'll have more on that as the week moves along. Coaches shows tonight coming up at 6 o'clock. Rick Ensel live. 7 o'clock, it is Nick McDevitt live, all right here on WGNS. Look forward to you joining us tonight. Be part of the live audience over at the Boulevard. Listen on the radio or watch on Facebook or True Blue TV. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett, Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air. They're not doing much today because the weather was just moderately a beautiful day. And Lee Colvin, I bet he was doing something because it's getting close to tax time. You got to figure out how to get take care of your money, Jeff. With Lee Colvin, with the uh, Edward Jones, right? I have uh, eleven dollars at stake, <laughs> and uh, I, I'd be glad to take up a collection from you guys if y'all wouldn't mind. I'd appreciate that. You know, you said something. I don't want to leave this this quick, uh, but we can. Whatever you want to do, your your show. But this. Uh, 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 review okay I think you can make a good case for no reviews on anything just take the call and go with it if if the people are honest which I 
I think some of them are incompetent. You're talking about officials. I'm talking about officials. There are some incompetent officials, certainly at the high school level. Okay. When yeah. you, you're going to get a people that do come out of the coal mines and call the ball game that night, as it was suggested and something else. <laughs> you're not going to get particularly good ones. But if the, if they're honest, Jeff, my guess would be 50-50. You're going to get 50 you're going to get 50 bad calls. You're going to get 50 calls that you shouldn't have gotten over the course of a year, don't you think? Yes, I definitely think so. Now, I will I will be the first to agree. I understand we can make a case to go the other way. This, this clown leans over the outfield fence and interferes with the ball, you know, which could have been a home run. Maybe, maybe not. We'll never know because he caught it himself, you know. I mean, so we're going to review that. Well, that's really how it all got started. Yes. Okay, I, I think it, it was in baseball. Um, with it, but now, my goodness, and it won't be long. It, it, I think I'm, I may live to see it, and I'm an old man. I may live to see it. We're going to have automatic balls and strikes. I, I think I think we will. We may not even have a plate umpire. We may not have any umpires at all. Let me bring up three names. Three names: Jim Tracy, mm-hmm. Lee Moss, Race Bergman. I don't know how many of those people you know. No, all three of them. What they have two things three two things they have in common. They're both great men. Honest men, I believe. Competent, highly successful in the business they were in. And we're not talking about low-level business. We're talking about way up the line. And second, they were high school basketball officials. Right. And so when Lee or Jim Tracy made a call, knowing them as, as I do, I think it was done honestly, the best they could do. And once, time, once in a while, they've got one wrong. For me or against me. I think didn't all three of those guys work at least one state tournament? I couldn't tell you, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. I know, I know, I know one of them did. I think, I think all three of them did maybe work a state tournament one time or another, which puts them in the upper echelon of officials in the state of Tennessee. I, you know, I Lee and Jim both called several of my games, and to yeah. this day, if I walk up and find them on the street, first thing we're going to talk about is officiating and coaching and yeah that's that little deal pretty good deal all right let's let's go to basketball basketball i remember basketball basketball. savannah wheeler thursday night was she terrific what was it 37 37 94 for the raiders i mean good lord 94 to 81 you score 81 points and get beat double digits that's (laughs) that's hard to believe western was gosh first half in particular they were just unreal shooting threes yeah i i well, I tell you what, I, they were just warm and didn't made very few mistakes. I don't know what they shot for the half, but it seemed like everything they put up well, went 16 in. 16 for 32 for the game, 50% from the three-point line. That's at that, For that many shots, that's, that's uncanny. Well, and still got beat. Yeah. Because yeah. people like Savannah Wheeler and, and, and company, uh, Jalen Gregory, Jeff, she bombed two or three four-pointers. Yeah, way out there, little gal is not can, like like a cannon shot, way up in the air. A terrific ball game, and Middle needs that ball game badly for a lot of reasons. Uh, it, it put Middle again two games up in the league standings with the tiebreaker over the second place team, which is Western. They beat Western earlier in the year, so much better shape. Came back Saturday with I, I thought a little bit more of a lackluster performance, and still win by a bunch. Yeah, 20, 20, 20 or twenty one, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, and doing it all without Courtney Whitson, their best rebounder, and maybe their mo- uh, no question about maybe, maybe the most experienced player. Jeff, she started one hundred and twelve games in a row. Every game she's been at middle since a freshman for four years, 
didn't play Saturday night or Friday, Thursday and Saturday night because she sprained her ankle in PE class at yep. the university. Showing someone how to spike a volleyball. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, uh, what can you say? Well, I know what I said a couple of times, not many times, but I did say it a couple of times on game day. I went and talked to the PE teacher. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> on game day. But some people will stumble but, over the steps and fall down and have to miss a game. Fall off the porch. I, I agree. <laughs> I, that's exactly right. Be a bad batch of chili con carne. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. And it looks like, though, now that uh, she's she's definitely going to be back for tournament time, isn't she? My understanding and is maybe. that she's got a chance to be playing this weekend. Okay. Okay. You know, time will tell. But, uh, yes, my, it appears that she certainly will be back by tournament time. Well, uh that is indeed, I don't know how to describe that, but unfortunate we'll have to do for now. But, you know, it, it makes you mad if you're a coach or it hurts, it hurts, it hurts her teammates. She knows all that. Sure. Well, the team's 20-4, and four and, and they've lost They lost uh, Whittington for, what, four games? Uh, Amanda, Savannah Wheeler missed four games due to concussion protocol. Whitson missed two. Three very key players, Jeff. And they keep coming on, and t- t- I thought Tamia Scott really came in and gave him a lift. They, she was that second player off the bench, and she's going to be a terrific player. Whittington went through kind of a rough, rough stretch there offensively for a while, and she seems to have come out of it now. And boy, she has a dynamo defensively. Isn't well, she? as I say, man, Whittington, your best defensive player, you have her out four games. Wheeler, your best offensive player, I'd say, out for four games. And then you got Whitson, who's your best leader, your leading rebounder. Uh, she's kind of the heart and soul of the team, don't you think? Yes, I agree. And, she, and she's out and win two games. So it, it says something about the kids behind them uh, that, that have pulled up stakes and, and done a terrific job. They go on the road this weekend. I bet they go on the road with a little bit different attitude than they went down to Texas a couple weeks ago. Yeah, probably so. I would agree with that. I, and I, I don't know. We can't tell for sure exactly what players were thinking and that sort of thing. But if I'm if I'm on the other team and I'm going to handle the ball a lot, I'm, I'm going to somewhere. I'm going to say, boy, I hope Whittington guards somebody else. <laughs> Keep her off of me. Of course, that's where Rick will put her, right? Sure, of course. And so the guard comes down, and now in order to get the offense going, she's got to turn her back on the offense and dribble, and that makes it tougher. And tougher. Well, and the, she obviously enjoys it so much. She just really enjoys defense. And, and they've shown – Purdue, by the way, got drilled. The number one team in the country lost two games in the last three. It just shows how difficult it is, no matter where you are, whatever yeah. league you're in, to go through and win game after game after game after game after game. Somebody is going to catch you on the, the wrong night. And the players – I don't think the players went to – Texas two weeks ago with the attitude well we just can't get beat we don't have to just throw our shoes out on the floor and we'll win the game but they, I, at some point in time you, you do become a little bit malaise to the, the process I think and and when people are slapping you on the back you're 21st in the country sometimes that's a little too little difficult to handle and you don't know why but it, it can be that's why I say the Western game came at a good time to me they had to refocus had to refocus which they did yes and, and of course it was Western and it was here and we'd already beaten them up there, and we certainly wanted to get them here, no doubt about that. And I, I thought, I thought really, in the first half, uh, I, I think we did lead a little bit at the half, didn't we? It was a little. I, I, I it was a one-point game. It wasn't yeah. at the half, something like uh, something that. Something was very close. Western was up 10 
early on in yeah, the game. But I, I thought we played the first half. I thought we played really fairly well. Western just played great. Sure. And then after the halftime now, that was a we different story. We kept playing story. fairly well, and Western fell yeah. off just a hair, not much. That's right. That's that's exactly correct. I was – and you just look at Western. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to insult Western. I, I really don't. Even though you don't mind doing that. No, I don't mind it. Uh, <laughs> but, but you look at them, and you think, well – there's a, a pretty good ball club there, you know, and they, they, I think they were 13 and 10, this is my catch, you know. He said, well, I can see why they're 13 and 10. They don't look imposing at all. And then the game starts, and my gosh, they, they were dynamite. Firing it from every angle. And, Lord. And did you notice in the first half how kind the rims were to them, too? They had three three different three-pointers. They hit the rim, bounce way up near and fall down in, so... So, I just threw my hands up in the air and I turned to my wife. I said, if that goes in, anything will go in. I mean, they did that three times. And it, it must have gone six, eight feet in the air and came back down and went right through. Didn't even pop the net. <laughs> just, I thought, well, you know, we, we're going to get beat here if we well, hurry halftime. <laughs> the guys had a very tough road to Western Kentucky and UAB. Two, two tough places to play for sure. Uh, Western, Jeff... I'd given up on the game. Middle was down 17 was, what, seven minutes to go? And I I just, okay, I'm, I'm done. And pick up the paper the next day to find out that we had actually taken a one-point lead yeah. in the ball game and, and ended up losing. And they tried that same trick, I guess, at UAB, and it didn't turn out so well. But no. They never came back at all in that one, that game. And But, you know, we were lucky to – and, well, yeah, I guess we were lucky to beat them here. Uh, fortunate. UAB, fortunate. Yeah, fortunate. We talked about that last second shot. Yeah. It was a half a tick late. I think, I think actually, to be fair, two-tenths of a second. It wasn't much. So. Without the replay, going back to replay, without the replay, <laughs> it was good enough to, to, to argue about, right? Yeah. I, that's, that's correct. And it, whoever got lost the argument was going to be mad. Did the officials disagree? Did one of them call it good and one call it hey, no you good? Big game? Yeah. Somebody, I, somebody obviously called it good, but they knew. In that situation, that, that's one time the officials are glad. We can make a call. It don't matter what I call on the floor. We're going to go over here and we're going to check it out and see what's going on. So I think that uh, – I don't know if they called it or not, frankly. We get right down to it. I don't know if they did either. I, I don't it, is, it, it went in. Let's go to the – Let's go to the tape and see what see what we see. I hate that. And you mentioned that during the during our last break. This huddling up business is just Oh my gosh. The crowd just hates it. I guess if it comes out that it comes in your favor, maybe you feel a little bit better, but it ruins momentum. It uh, it just I don't know. I just don't care for it. Well, Oftentimes they just take a timeout because you get the timeout per half that they take the media timeout part of that. So it's 3 minutes long. They talk for three minutes. They come to the half court. They look like everything's all said and done. The players come out on the floor, and here we go and huddle again. I don't. That's the part I don't get. Well, we had Butch on here. We could ask him. Now, if these people were doing this full time, they wouldn't be huddling so much, don't you think? Well, that's a good thought. <laughs> we need to take one more break. Uh, by the way, Rekensel Live is up next on WGNS, and Nick McDavid Live right behind that 6 and 7 o'clock at the Boulevard. We'll be right back.
If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney, Here on News Radio WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. Traffic still looks a little bit lighter than it normally would be for some reason here on I-65 continuing south of Nashville down through Brentwood, Franklin. It's busy, but it's moving. Finally moving better out there in Rutherford County on 24 westbound. That was slow for several hours around Sam Ridley Parkway. Watch for a little bit of radar. I-40 out through parts of Wilson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that awesome menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We have many fine sponsors here on All Sports Talk, and we appreciate them very much. One of those being First Bank. Banking services right here in Murfreesboro, home office in Murfreesboro, in in Tennessee, the Tennessee-owned bank. First Bank, good services there. By the way, Jeff, I wish people had the the video of this to see you up on the Hanging from the ceiling on one of those platforms like the halftime show did. <laughs> this whole game, Jeff, he's up there right now and he's hanging on for dear life. I, okay. As we, as you know, you're talking about the officials. And we had Butch Campbell on here, and he's one of the, one of, a fine basketball official. And I've, I've refereed many games and coached with him. Totally honest. Okay? Sure, yes. So I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't watch one second of the halftime you didn't you didn't see the platforms at no, all i did see the platforms. okay you did you did watch one second okay well i did but i seem like they were <laughs> i don't remember exactly when it was but yeah and i did hear about her i, I heard i don't even know who she is I, i'll just be i know i know beyonce but i i this still wouldn't i know that <laughs> i'm just saying i don't I, she well <laughs> i didn't watch i'll it. assure you the halftime shows are not being made for you and here's what super bowl is it's a three-part deal there's yeah. a ball game yeah there's halftime. Yes. And there's commercials. Yes. And all three are going to be get judged at the end of the day, whether they're any good or not. Many people watch it for the commercials. Lord help them. Some for the halftime show and some for the ball game. And, and all three are part of the deal. I heard 105 today. They, they spent 20 minutes talking about the commercials. And I don't know that I knew any of them that they were talking about, particularly because we talked during the commercials. So I don't know really what it was. But anyway, they weren't very impressed with the commercials. But. Okay, I guess maybe I'm just not – I watch football. A new all-time score in the NBA. You mentioned that at the break. Yes. LeBron James, he's, how long has he been playing? Uh, well, seems like forever, but – Came I, right out of high school to play. Yeah, he's, it's about 20 years. It's a long time. And I thought it was pretty neat. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came out and handed him the basketball. I thought that was a neat deal. I've always liked Kareem. He's oh, me too. Great player for sure. Well, and very smart. He is really very intelligent guy. 
But yeah, he was there, and and he's had some nice things to say about LeBron. And there's a lot of a lot of good things you can say about LeBron. He he's been a good citizen. Coach Wooden, uh, Lou, Coach Wooden called him Lewis. Yes, Lewis Alcindor. Lewis Alcindor. The only person I ever knew to call him Lewis. Yeah, that's correct. He did high school basketball. The district region, district tournaments for Division Two. So the Providence Academies and the Middle Tennessee Christian schools are playing this week. State tournament has begun. The Division One schools: Oakland's, Riverdale's, Blackman's, and Stewart's Creek and the Smyrna's. Eagles will be begin their play sometime next week. They got to be finished up, I think, by the end of next week. So, um, just your general thoughts on that in the next two minutes we've got. Well, I think again, nothing really has really changed in the in the world of girls. We've got some pretty, we've got some good teams out there. There's no question about that. Uh, but I think. I think uh, the the Central girls are going to be very competitive in their very tournament. Twenty five and four, Jeff. Yeah, I know it. Uh, Alan Bush has done a great job with them, uh, and I think the Blackman girls uh, are are the class uh, of, of of their division. But they're going to be challenged, no question. Um, and you're not sure where that challenge is going to come from. I would say Oakland or Rockvale, maybe. But uh, we're going to have now the boys. Wide open. And wide I knew open you were in the district. In, 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 talking yeah. about 4A. Yeah. 4A district is wide open. 4A region's wide open. Yes, it is. Uh, and somebody is going to, in the district, it, it, perhaps not going to be, I mean, we just don't know uh, who it's going to be, but they're going to end up in the region tournament. And then somebody in that region tournament is going to end up in the sub-state. Yes. I mean, it's got to happen that way. Yes. And I, I hope it's, of course, all our teams and Rutherford County teams, but if I had to, I just don't know who to pick in boys, so that's going to stop me uh, for two seconds. Okay, it's up. I'm going to pick Oakland. Okay? But I can assure you that we've got two or three other teams that could win this thing. Here's all you got to know about that. Blackman boys finished fifth out of five five-team league. Now, do you tell me whether you want to play Blackman or not with Barry Wharton on the bench? Well, I don't. I never so, want to play Barry Warren. So there's there's nothing there's <laughs> nothing about that four or five game that's going to be for sure. Nothing about that winner of that game playing the one seed that's going to be for sure. I mean the teams are so balanced. And, and Smyrna, Search Creek, Laverne, same thing over in District Eight. I mean it's very balanced. No no Cane Ridge, Cane Ridge, which was just out of sight last year, but uh, this year it's a balanced league too. I agree, and uh, and and since you brought that up, I'm just going to throw this in that the the Blackman cheerleading squad won another national championship. Repeat, yeah, good for and, them. And I think it's their tenth overall, and that's unbelievable. But that's not athletic, is it? Don't, oh, Tim, don't athletic. don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding, folks. I'm saying that tongue in cheek. Uh, <laughs> he smiled when he said that. <laughs> oh my gosh, more athletic than I could think about being, for sure. Congratulations <laughs> that that squad and that school for sure. Let's take uh, take this on out of here. Hang on, guys. Rick Ensel Live is up next on WGNS. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.